Do not take product if you are hypersensitive. intoxicated podcast if you are brand new to the show this is typically a drinking podcast that features my friends as the main guests on the show they choose an alcohol and we just talk about anything we talk about life we talk about different things that they are interested in this episode is part two of the intoxicated awards this is part of our one year anniversary special it's a really good highlight reel of the show and evidently Doing a clips episode was a lot more work than I thought. I had a lot of episodes to go through, and it was really, really hard to pick clips. But I do have a few more awards to give out in part two. One thing I do consistently on the podcast is actually talk to a lot of couples. Now, I'm a terribly single person. You might say I'm a bit bitter sometimes, but that said, I have a lot of friends that are couples, and I generally do find it fascinating how they met, what their relationship is like, what are the challenges, different stories they have. I just love finding out all about that. So obviously, I had to do a couples category. The first award will be the best couples moment. Um, I thought about doing a best couple, but decided not to because there's no such thing. Um, All the couples that I have had on my show are people I love, and I could never pick just one couple. So I just thought about the various moments that I've had with different couples on the show and kind of just picked my favorites. We will start with bronze. Bronze actually goes to my friends Brent and Amy, who were on episode 29 called From Karaoke to Cohabitation. Brent and Amy are a couple I've known for a long, long time. And the moment that I picked for them was actually during an icebreaker game that we were playing on their episode. I kind of started asking questions about what do you guys like about each other? And what's your favorite article of clothing that the other person wears? And it was just an adorable moment. So here is a clip from episode 29 with Brent and Amy. And he's just very uh, stoic and calm. And that's like, I I have like just anxiety and issues like that. And it's just like, okay, Brent's not scared, so I don't need to be scared. Oh, that's so sweet. And I can totally see that too. Yeah. Because you're a lot alike in a lot of ways, but you're different in the right ways where it, it, it like, it, what's the word? Uh, it uh, compliments, compliments yes. each other in a, in a way. Well, that's really, really nice. Now it's your turn, right? You're, you're in the hot seat. Uh, <laughs> you're like best. Oh, the, if you can pick did you a couple turn the things on? Uh, <laughs> I know there's a lot that you probably love about it. Um, you, yeah. you stand up for what you believe in. But Aww, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Aww. Aww. <laughs> I'm glad I asked that question. That makes me happy. Um, Gosh. Is there any items of clothing that you particularly like? When that person wears it, you're like, I guess what your favorite, how you like to see each other look with clothing, clothing wise. Anything? I, f- I feel like. Like a favorite shirt. You're, you're always, you're always kind of thrown off when I like compliment you when you're just like wearing just like your, what you would consider your dumpy around the house clothing. Like yeah. you're just like your comfort clothes. And yeah. I was like, oh, you look good. Like and you're like. Cleaning the house clothes and like just my like, hair's just like. Oh. 
a day with like not wash. Yeah, it's just like days. wearing just like I don't know some like not outdoors wearing tights and just like a like a toque because you think your hair looks messy and so like I don't know. <gasps> that is some sweet. <laughs> Are you falling in love again? Oh, oh my god! god. How does this go happening? Oh, that's so sweet because I think you know what I think it is. You might feel maybe the most comfortable, yeah. in that and that comes through. And that makes you think, like, she's the most beautiful and she's yeah. really comfortable yeah. and just doesn't, is just in her zone. Aw, ew, <laughs> my fucking heart. Ow. No, it's Richard Amy. I just loved that moment with Brent and Amy. That was pretty adorable. Anytime that I do say, ow, my heart, that means you know you did something real cute. Silver is actually going to go to my friends Melanie and Ben. And Melanie and Ben, at the time that they were on the show, were expecting a baby. They're just absolutely adorable. At the time, they came on the show to talk about pregnancy, but I did get into their relationship a lot because I actually didn't really know their origin story. So I got to sit down and hear all about that. And I gotta say, the way that they were talking to each other and the way that like they were looking at each other during the recording, it made my heart hurt again. So that is a moment that I will always remember. So here is a clip from episode 21 with Melanie and Ben. Do you think fate play? Do you guys believe in fate? I kind of do. I, yeah, I, I'm kind of in the same boat. I kind of do. I, I, I believe that, I don't believe that like there's like kismet or, you know, that kind of thing. But I do, I do feel like you are where you need to be. Mm-hmm. In whatever situation you're in, right? So things happen for a reason. I, yeah, I don't. I hesitate to even say that, but like some people say, everything happens for a reason. But I've heard it said like everything happens, and just ah! and just stop it there. So every, very, very everything true. does happen, and yeah, you're only in it for the moment, and then you can you can move on. Uh, I just want to say right now, the way Ben's looking at Melanie is making my heart hurt. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> you guys are adorable. So, I want to know about this first kiss. Oh. <laughs> because I love first kisses. And I think like that moment right before you kiss someone is one of the best most magical like it really moments is it like ever a, like a will they won't they like is this yeah really, is this like, really what's happening happen? well there's that you point hold your breath and time stops and yeah well there's that, that point where you're so close to somebody and you can't if they aren't into it you can't be like oh no that's not what i was doing <laughs> yeah that's right i think what's great though when you're friends with somebody um i guess it, well i guess it could be really awkward if you try to kiss like somebody who's been your friend for a long time but yeah i think if there's you can feel when there's chemistry between two people. Yeah. I think it was clear that we both had feelings for each other and wanted it to, just, mm-hmm. to be more of a friendship. Like, it just seemed to be naturally going in that area. We've, like, we've, in conversation, we have really great, we've always had really great conversations. We've always been really good communicators with one another. I think we're very much on the same page in terms of how people communicate with each other. So we had a very easy time talking from the very night we met. Right. Uh, which contributes, obviously, to a great relationship, whether it's friendship or romantic beyond yeah love that clip from melanie and ben's episode i actually do remember after recording that episode i felt inspired about love and i felt just better about love and i actually got stood up the next day so there's that but anyways let's get to the gold uh the gold will go to my friends jesse and sandra and jesse and sandra actually did a very epic episode really early on in the podcast it is episode seven 
and it is a two-parter episode. We hung out and recorded for three hours. We talked about their relationship, how they met, and a little bit about pregnancy as well, because Sandra was actually also pregnant when she did the show. It was an epic episode, and what I love about Jesse and Sandra's story is just how realistic it is, and they were both very honest uh, about how they got together, and it was it was pretty great. So here is a clip from Jesse and Sandra's episode. That is episode seven. He finally got up to nerve to like ask me out at the bar, and I was like, "In person, that's gutsy." Im- oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. This was uh, this is pre Tinder. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. This is, this is going way back. Yeah. Um, and I thought he, I, I probably thought he was kind of cute, but probably. Uh, just to give some backstory here, I am eight years older than Jesse. Right. So uh, when he asked me out, I was like, "Do you know how old I am?" <laughs> Yeah. I, remember, I remember you yeah. telling me about her saying that, and I was just like, "I love this girl." Like, I was just like, like she just like just yeah. bam. And, and my like, response instantly was, "I don't, don't care. care. <laughs> I yeah. don't care." Yeah, because it was right around the time that I started dating my. Uh, previous boyfriend before you yeah so i can't e- i may even have been oh, okay. dating somebody that- so it was like it was a I while ago that there was that much time when you met to when you actually yeah i thought it was a short amount of time oh no, yeah. no i no, stalked no. her from a distance for years yeah <laughs> through you at times like <gasps> really oh yeah but okay do you not remember like a couple times you're like i'm hitting up the frog want to go and i was like are you there and you're like yeah i was like that redhead there <laughs> oh and yeah then, and you'd be like, yeah. I'm not your fucking pimp. I know. Like I, 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 yeah, I what kind of wingman are you, Sarah? It's just really funny for me to hear that because I knew Jesse before he met Sandra and I very much so remember him having a crush on her. So it's really cool to go back and talk about that because they're now married and they have a baby now. It's just, it's just really great. Next award will be... The best girl talk moment, and there's been a lot of them. I've had a lot of really good episodes with female friends on this show. I kind of call it the girl toxicated episodes, and I think it's pretty safe to say that I do have just a girly podcast in general, but certain episodes are more girl talky than normal. Certain episodes feel like you're kind of at a sleepover at some points. So first we'll talk about bronze, and bronze will go to episode 42, The Reputation Rundown, with my friend Shannon, where we broke down track for track. Taylor Swift's album, Reputation. I mean, it doesn't really get much girlier than that. We literally are talking about boys and lyrics and, ooh, who do we think this song's about? And who do we think that song's about? So it really cannot get much girlier than that. It was a blast. I do not regret this episode at all. It is a very different episode, but I loved it and it was a lot of fun. So here is a clip from episode 42. King of my heart is so fucking cheesy. (laughs) And I feel like Nikki's favorite. And I feel like if I didn't have a total crazy crush on someone, I'd hate this song. (laughs) But since I do, it's fine. (laughs) I totally agree. If I think, okay, here's the thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna say something here. Everyone has someone they think of when they hear this song. I 100 percent think you're right. No, you don't. I don't care about anybody, but I still think. so nice. Like, I imagine that yes. I did love someone eventually in my life that I would feel this way, and so it's nice, like, mm-hmm. <sighs> That's cool. So then if you, if you don't have a crush, you have a future crush in you, mind. Sorry, uh, it's, it's, 
Isn't it just moved to Miami yes. Queen and you moved yeah. to me like a motel beat? Yeah. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. And we rule the kingdoms inside, inside my room. room. <laughs> Did you guys know Taylor Swift is an active sex life now? What? Oh, yeah. I've I heard it. It's a rumor I heard. I don't know if it's true, but I heard it. Because all the boys and their expensive cars with, with their, their Range Rovers and their, their Jaguars never, never took, took me quite where you do. To Orgasm Town. Orgasm Town. <laughs> I listened to like a very quick clip from the Reputation Secret Sessions Ooh. where she talked about this song and she she talked about like every couple has a moment where they're like this is it I love you like Aww. and that this song is about that moment really yeah it's about that like fleeting moment of like like cause she says and, and all at once you are the one I have been waiting for oh. like, ugh, fucking Taylor Swift god damn it all the <laughs> Making me feel things, Taylor. I know. My favorite lyric in the song Mm. is Your love is a secret, I'm hoping, dreaming, dying to keep. That is really That's my favorite lyric of the whole song. It's the song you play when you've gone out with someone and you're just like gushing and you're blush you're like blushing all the way home. Enchanted shout out. Mm. But it's that feeling of like you're walking on air. Yes, it is. It's perfect. I like that. That's what King of Your Heart is. And we did that for 14 more songs, people. So wow. Just wow. Silver will go to episode 27 with my friend Tasha, who is an amazing and awesome nerdy girl. And we get to talk about all things nerdy girls. That episode actually got pretty deep, uh, but that said, one of my favorite moments from the episode was when we actually talked about costume sex, because Tasha is a cosplayer. And so this was a really funny moment, and it gets silver, and that is episode 27, Real Gamer Girl Problems. And here is a clip from that episode. Question for you. Yeah. Have you ever had sex in costume? So here's the thing. I was doing... <laughs> I was doing the Never Have I Ever game uh, recently, and I like thought about it. I was like, everyone looked at me when that one came up, and I like thought about it and thought about it and thought about it, and I was like, I've never done it. No, I've like, never. have you ever been in the costume and taken that off and had sex, or have you? And not, no. not at all. And, I, and here's like, I think here's the reason why I haven't done it is because I do like more armor based costumes, mm. and like there's a lot of stuff in the way. Not only that, That's but so like cost, like co- like conventions stuff like that. Like you are sweaty. Oh after. my god! And you yeah, just and don't totally feel tired. sexy. You feel yeah. like you're tired. You don't feel sexy. Like literally, like we women know this. The taking the bra off. Oh. So imagine being in like in a costume all day. Like literally, you just like want to rip everything off and be free. And that's, that is like the, I think that's why I haven't done it is I've never done that like more easy to like hook up with costume. Mind you, um, Ryan Reynolds, if you're watching this and you want to hook up, uh, you have to be Deadpool. I will not hook up with you otherwise. <laughs> you bang a fully clothed Deadpool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like a little dick flap or something. Exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's the rules there. And the gold medal will actually go to the first Girl Talks kit that I consider anyways, and that is episode 12, called Single and Hesitant to Mingle with my friend Wendy. And Wendy and I really got girly on this episode, and it was a, it was definitely a sleepover in an episode, let me tell you that. She even had her 
diary with her that we went through and read. So there you go. Kind of felt like I was 16 again with a friend up late giggling about boys. What I like about this episode is Wendy does not hold back and she was incredibly open and down to talk about anything and that's what I really like in a guest. I mean so much so that we actually started talking about porn um, and dry spells and at the time we were both single and this was a good conversation. She is no longer single, I still am, but regardless it's really fun to listen back at this. It was a really really good conversation. Here is a clip from episode 12 with Wendy. At times, you do want some penetration and, you yep. know, some physical body-on-body-on-contact. Like, Oh my god, no, 100 I always say it like this, like, I have gone through many a dry spell, especially in the past, in the recent years, but... You're hot, I don't understand why. Thank you, I don't either. I don't get it, I don't but get it. I think I, I, I think I'm the reason I don't get any. Like, I think I'm just not quite doing enough or putting my, myself out there enough, but, um... I've had many a dry spell, and it's like, people are like, well, you could just masturbate or use your vibrator. I'm like, yeah, I do, but, like, I miss the weight of a guy. Oh, my God, yes. Right? Thank you. Like, like I like oh. to be on top. That's, like, my favorite position. But I like to feel the weight of a man. Yeah. You know? Like, it's just, yeah. It's just, I don't know. And I'm not even it's, a cuddler. Once it's done, yeah. like, I would be very happy with just laying beside you and maybe chatting and putting a show on or something. It's, it's, you know, your mind can only go so far with fantasy or, or porn. Porn, yeah. Thank you, Pornhub. I appreciate <laughs> it. Shut up! I appreciate your services. <laughs> oh, yeah. Are you someone who... That's not over yet, folks. <laughs> are you someone who searches out... Like, do you type in the search or do you go categories? I go categories. Me too. I, I do go to... Um, to most popular searches for Canada, which are quite surprising sometimes. Interesting. Okay. A, a lot of like um, stepbrother, stepsister deals. Yeah, there's a lot of that out there. I'm like, should should it's this weird. be? It's really weird. Should this be erotic <laughs> or is it incestual? I don't understand it. That is really is that weird. the mother or father coming down the hall? I should we like finish this up i don't know yeah (laughs) yeah no 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 i'm into anything that's like god anything that's kind of taboo-ish i have this thing with like public sex that (gasps) i find i find so hot me too thank you i don't know what it is we might be soulmates like wendy and i might be single gal soulmates here pretty juicy eh gonna have to listen to that whole episode to hear more about that um that was a great great episode with wendy next category this category could essentially represent the entire podcast next category is the most tmi episode essentially every episode is tmi that is for sure but when i think about clip worthy moments two episodes come to mind i am going to give silver to episode 13 and that is with my friend neil it is about us being really bad adults um however we we did not hold back on this one and we talked a lot about everything under the sun from std to losing control of your bodily functions. Um, So this was definitely a TMI episode, and the clip I'm going to play is proof of that. So here is a clip from episode 13 with Neil. Like, later that week, my boss was like, so whatever happened there? Like, care to explain? And again, I panicked, and so I decided to tell him that I had chlamydia. Or... Not knowing at the time that that is not even a symptom of chlamydia, so yeah. Is it not? Peeing blood? No, dude. 
No? <laughs> no. Um, I, well, I didn't know. Because I know it for girls. A lot of times, chlamydia, there's no no symptoms at all. Yeah, and same with girls. You can have it for up to I know from a friend's experience that she had. Yeah, same. No, I'm just, I'm like patient zero for chlamydia. Boom. Dude! No, if has, I get it one more time, they're like sending out a national post. Who hasn't it. had it? I mean, like, okay, okay. Like, it's just, it's it's so fucking common. I had it three times Halifax. last year. Jesus. I've, I've had it once. Oh, yeah? Well, again, yeah. the night is young. <laughs> oh! <laughs> this might not go in, but I had it with a, I had it with a long-term boyfriend. Oh, yeah. So they were like... Fucking Either man, your boyfriend cheated on you and gave it to you, or you've had it in your system for over a year, and there could be scarring on your ovaries, and you could be That was not fun. It was around Christmas time. We called it the Chlamydia oh, Christmas. Speaking of that, okay, so when I went to PEI for Christmas just this past year, yeah, I was again on Grinder. And I was, like, talking a big game, like, yeah, I'm going to fuck you in half, only, like, to wake up the next day and realize that I, again, had chlamydia for Christmas. <laughs> so I, I, too, have a mirroring story for the, the Christmas chlamydia. Christmas? I don't know, and bro. Chlamydia. But, I mean... It certainly has lost its magic, Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> After all the chlamydia. <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> we, me and the boyfriend at the time made jokes of, like, we don't have to get each other anything because we already gave each other something. Oh. Uh, wah, wah. It's so bad. Thank you give the keeps but on it, giving. In all serious, people. I'm talking discharge. Get <laughs> fucking tested, Yeah, y'all. do it, though, for real. Yeah, this episode definitely falls under the category of you will learn a lot about me. Um, And that leads me to gold, which is the very legendary episode nine with Mark. And that is whiskey and sex talk. This is an episode all about sex, all things sex, every Anything you can think of, we talked about on this episode. So it definitely gets the award for most TMI episode. And here's a really quick clip from that episode. There are only some women, not every woman, but there are some women that love a dick pic and that love a cum shot video. And you know what? It's not every goddamn woman, but when it is a woman that loves that, give her what she needs because she will ride your goddamn dick if you send it. And I just found out a lot about Sarah. That was an honest like this. This just told us a lot, folks. That was a that was a ding that told us all a lot. I'm dying. Sarah loves a cum shot video. Here's here's you damn right I do. You're damn right I do. So there you go. Most TMI episode. And like I said in part one, this episode also gets episode that I was most nervous to post and probably the Tinder match favorite. Changing gears drastically, um, the next award is actually going to be the most enlightening episode. Also a really, really hard call. Um, I've done so many episodes that I learned so much from. I really got to learn a lot about so many different perspectives. So this was a really hard one. I probably could have given out six awards for this one or even more, but I cut it down to three. I really just tried to think about the ones that really left a lasting impression on me moving forward. Starting with bronze, I give it to episode 23 with my friend Jay called The Show Must Go On. Now this episode is actually talking about body image, but it is with a male, um, which I think is very interesting because it's something I talk a lot about with my girlfriends, but it's not something I always hear the male's perspective on. This is an issue that also affects guys, so it was really, really cool to hear from Jay and have him open up about this. 
this. It was definitely an enlightening episode. I really, really enjoyed it. I do think it is one of the stronger episodes of Intoxicated. Here is a clip from episode 23 with Jay. I think I hold myself to a standard that, frankly, isn't realistic and also might be uh, a little unhealthy in, in terms of what I'm shooting for. And I talked earlier about the workouts that I've been doing. And uh, I've seen marked improvements. I have seen, like, uh, I've built muscle in my chest. I've uh, cut down weight from all the running. I've uh, seen increases in uh, my core. I'm, like, I've, I've actually seen a bit of a uh, definition in my abs that wasn't there before. Yeah. But all the same, like, I could be looking in the mirror one second and I could think, man, I look, I look so good right now. And then, without even looking away from the mirror... I will like shift my weight or like turn a certain way and then suddenly it's like I know. How the fuck did you become this? Uh, Who are you and why do I hate you so much? I fucking know exactly what you mean. Like like it's like how you're standing almost when you look in the mirror. Yeah, exactly. I I feel the same way. I'll do that as well. I'll be like There have been times Yeah, you got it, girl. And then I'm like, yeah. oh wait, from the side, not so much. And that's when it it becomes a you're picking yourself apart to, yeah. and it's just like, and this is why I'm stoked to have you on as a guy talking about this because I don't really know much from a guy's perspective of feeling that pressure from media mm. and shit, which is a lot of women. Absolutely. Constantly. Uh, I mean, I mean, I, like we look at women, I mean, people, the media looks at women who are the most beautiful women in the world, mm. you know? And I hate saying her fucking name, but Kim Kardashian, she's gorgeous. I'm sorry. She is. She's a gorgeous woman. But like just people, you know, mainstream people who are beautiful and we pick them apart. You know, we they take the pictures of them out without makeup or they have a little bit of cellulite or like they're getting over baby weight. And like the tabloids, like 20 beach bods, the best and worst. It's Mm -hmm. like... Why are we doing this? And that's the thing. And it it affects guys too. Yeah. It's the muscly video game people. It's the exactly. the action heroes and like And like all it's that. it's not it's comparable to the same struggle that women go through, but at the same time it's not it's nowhere near the same level. Women yeah. have it yeah. so much worse in that respect than men do. I think it's like I, a, a guy can be fat and uh, relatively unattractive Mm -hmm. and still be considered having worth. He can... Thank you. Thank you so much for fucking saying that. Because I agree. I really loved that moment and that episode with Jay. It was very, very interesting to hear a perspective from the other side. Um, Super, super cool. And we definitely connected over that. I remember at the time I really was going through body image issues myself. So sitting down and hearing another perspective on it was really, really refreshing. On to Silver. Silver goes to episode 35 with my friend Brenda, and that is Let's Talk About Asexuality. The reason I picked this episode as an enlightening episode is because I did not re- 
really understand asexuality until I really sat down and talked about it with Brenda. There's a huge misconception about it out in the world, and she she shed a lot of light on it. Uh, talked a lot about the asexuality spectrum. The other thing she talked a lot about in this episode was body dysphoria, the idea that you don't feel connected to a certain part of your body. She had a lot of experience to speak to on both sides, on the body dysphoria side and on the sexuality side. I'm always incredibly fascinated with sexuality and the journey that essentially gets you to accepting yourself and figuring out who you are. And that's what that episode with Brenda was all about. I highly encourage everyone to listen to that episode. It was extremely interesting. Brenda was a great guest and she gets silver. And here is a clip for episode 35. Let's talk about asexuality. Um, so yeah. yeah, so in terms of what plastiosexual is for anybody who doesn't know, yeah, um, I, do not. <laughs> I, uh, I actually only like uh, reciprocating sex. Mm-hmm. So I don't like having sexual acts done to me. Right. Um, I am pleased by pleasing. Wow. So it, like, it is so much more, like, pleasurable for me to do the pleasing. Like, not that people haven't for me before, and it, it, it's good. You know, it's okay. I'm not, I don't hate it. The way that you're saying, the way, the way that you said that just then is how I feel about oral sex on me. Anytime anyone asks me about oral sex, I'm like, yeah, it's nice. And like, you use the upward inflection, you're like, yeah, it's, it's okay, but. Like, it it feels good. It does. And it's, it's not like it's awful, but the whole time that anybody is doing anything for me, all I can think about is how much I want to be doing them more. Something else. And like, it's, it's so much more for me to do for them. And like, that is like, I'm, I'm so okay with that. So like, I don't need any of it reciprocated to me at all. So like, if it's totally somebody that thinks they're being selfish all night, like, it's not. It's, Better for me if you are. Yeah, <laughs> I like it more. It's like if you're you're actually they're actually being selfless by being selfish. Hey. <laughs> so that so what's it called again? Plasiosexual. And that is that's a type of asexuality. Yes. So okay. there's a so there's a bit of a misconception of what asexual yes, there is asexuality a is. Yeah. So like uh, when I first started to talk about it, especially to people who don't know me or don't know about the spectrum, they're like, "Oh, you're asexual. You hate sex." And I was like, "Well, okay, no. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> well, hold on there. I did not say that. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. There, there is a spectrum of like different types of of uh, asexuality. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, I fall under what is called plasiosexual. Right. Um, and that solely means, like, that I do... So, uh, here. Yeah. I, I, I decided to... We're going we're gonna to read the official I'm gonna read definition. I'm going to read the official definition here, which is, one feels little to no desire to receive sexual acts, but expresses interest slash desire in performing them on someone else. <laughs> so... I identify most with plasiosexual. For a little while, I thought I identified more with lithosexual. But yeah, I encourage everybody to like super look up that spectrum. It's it's I a lot to. bigger than you think. Damn. Yeah, it's um, it's one of those things where I have a love hate relationship for labels. Yeah. In that, like, I yeah. I hate labels because I, I hate that everybody feels like it needs to have a name. Right. Where they're like, you need to have a label for me to understand what you are. But I also love them because it it makes me feel like I am a part of something. Yeah. You know, like I'm not weird. I am not at a place. Like I do have a name. Mm. I have a flag. Mm -hmm. I have a thing that, you know, like I get to be like, I'm plasiosexual. Mm. I have body dysphoria. Like it has a name. It's real. 
And the gold medal for most enlightening episode will go to episode 30, which is our Us 2 episode. Still to this day, it's the episode I'm most proud of on the show. The Me Too movement happened, and I decided to sit down with my friends Amanda, Carmen, and Shannon and talk all about it. Um, did not know going into it how much I would take away from it. Also, just learning how to listen to other people and hear about it from different perspectives. Um, Each one of us had a different story and a different situation that impacted us, and we all learned from each other that night that we recorded. So that was really, really cool. It's a standout episode in my mind. Super, super duper proud of it. I think it was the first time that I did an episode that I realized it was so much bigger than just a podcast episode. Um, I came to a lot of realizations about my experiences through this episode. So it for sure gets gold for most enlightening episode. And here is a clip from episode 30, Us Two. It was the next day that I really realized the magnitude of it and the fact that, like, like yeah, you might be someone who might not want to go into detail. You might just post me, too. Yeah. Um, but then you realize, yeah. like, all these people that you didn't know were fighting battles. Yes. Are fighting these battles. And that's no the idea. power of the abusers and yeah. making... We know we're not alone, but yet we believe we are alone. Right. They make us And that's alone. the power yeah. of keeping us silenced. Yeah. And that's what really kind of came to a head with yeah. this movement is people are like, fuck it, I'm not being silent anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even if you so want to be silent, you don't have to say anything. Yeah. You just have to post it. Yeah. Like, there, hashtag that's exactly it. Yeah. yeah. That's you don't have happened. to be public. You don't have to name names. You don't have to name when it happened. Yeah. You can just support. Support. Exactly. Yeah. Damn. Okay. But yeah, so I saw it first and I was like, oh, that's a great idea. And, and then I started seeing it gain traction. And, I, and of course, you, we see hashtag campaigns all the time all the for time. different things. And not to say that they're not important things, but it's easy for them to all kind of get lost in one big glob of, you know, one big hashtag glob. Mm. So once I saw this one was like really getting traction and, and more and more people and more different people, like it wasn't just the celebrities coming out. It was, you're right, like coworkers. It was like people you knew. Like, And I was like, well, you know what? Everyone else is doing it. And the point of doing it is so that it gets bigger so I'm gonna do it so I hashtag me too and then I was like I don't feel like talking about it because like I feel like I've done it I've talked a couple times about it I've alluded to it and it's too big a story to put in like whatever how many characters Twitter is now having giving people but I was I just hashtagging me too is enough I felt yeah and then I saw you you wrote retweeted that really beautiful tweet about how like it was not just about the people who were brave enough or even like comfortable enough not about bravery but comfort in their own their own mm-hmm. stories to say me too but there are so many other people who maybe Damn don't feel it. comfortable yet right but still experienced it and those people are just as important and, and they should and they should not feel yeah. they should not feel like they are suppressing their voices or story because it's okay to not be there yet Right. It's, it's a traumatic experience, mm. and everyone deals with it in their own different way, in their own time. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think so the true. magnitude is already there. Yes. Even yeah. with the people in the community that haven't, you know, posted. Yeah. That. I haven't. Like, the people that haven't, they're not ignoring what happened. They're just not going to post it online and on social media. Exactly. However... Like, it's big enough that everyone knows about it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Completely. And, like, I, as not a, po- well, I guess this is technically posting it. But, uh, <laughs> this is, yeah. This is I technically thinking, posting it. Yeah, the hashtag movement. We got you in the end. <laughs> I really hope that the people who don't post hashtag me too know that they're still supported. Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, I and, agree. like, and that they're not hiding anything. They're just not going to 
you know, they're not publicize that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Episode 30, the Us 2 episode, also gets the Feminist Agenda Award. Um, I created this award because I realized that feminism is a theme that comes through a lot in my episodes. So gold definitely does go to episode 30, the Us 2 episode, of course. Um, I'll just go over the other two. Silver would definitely be episode 45, um, and that is all about Aziz and Zari. With the girls who were on the Us 2 episode, they joined me again to talk about the Aziz situation and and it was yet again an epic episode and here's a clip from that one for too long people have had the conception that rape is only something perpetrated by that monster in the alley and like no that's like two percent of rape (laughs) it's like saying a punch in the face isn't assault because he didn't murder me yes that's exactly Mm. it we need to i'm I'm not dead i'm fine yeah, broke my jaw. We I'm need good. to stop yeah. focusing on all sexual assault as rape and start realizing that rape is a part of sexual assault. And I think yes. that's a big part of the resistance too comes from like not wanting to admit that the men we love, our fathers, our brothers, our significant others, our friends, have done this. Yeah, and like and that's why. Yeah, that's and nice. that kind of goes back to the whole kind of like Amber Tamlin, David Cross discussion about like. Yeah. Whereas, like, how do we hold the men in our lives accountable yeah. in a responsible way? Mm-hmm. But then again, we shouldn't be and, responsible and for this, this was a first date. They didn't know each other. I, I can't mean, believe this was a first date. And, and you know, like, and she me. sent him a text and she called him out. Good for her. Oh, and there's mm-hmm. so part of this paragraph. She's like, mm-hmm. oh, well, maybe next time. And he's like, oh, well. If I pour you wine. It, exactly. If I pour you another glass of wine, is that our second date? Oh, my yeah. God. Yes. Yes. I meant to bring that up. That. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he said during the thing. That's so nasty. It's oh, just like, it's this. And I think, and you and I, we were talking before we hit record and before you guys got here, but like, we know people who just push. And push, mm-hmm. and push and we know the people and that and we were that, that rug sweep it that rug sweep it they're like mm. oh he's just like that or he's just like that when he's drunk or it's funny you know he doesn't really mean it but mm. he does and he does it and mm-hmm. that's the important part yeah it's like and yes and it's all too easy to just push it aside so that you don't have to question your friendships and you don't have yeah, to really look at it. what the people that have been in your life for so long really act like mm. but you gotta start doing it it's we hard want, we want to avoid it's hard but of course it's hard but that's how change happens exactly bronze i'm actually going to give to my episode that i did with my friends from the 36 times podcast and that is of course episode 36 in addition to talking about true crime we touched a lot on feminism and the intersection between feminism and true crime it was a really interesting discussion i loved having krista and lillian and they get bronze for this one and here is a clip from that episode with the gals from 36 times but the feminist thing it's yeah. kind of an overtone would you say of your show oh for me I am I push it all the time yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Krista does quite well to put up with the fact that I constantly make it but you a feminist are. Pro- oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Krista's like the sensible one like yeah. that's like feminist like quietly and I'm like that like young wow. angry fem- feminist still yeah I'm 30 mm. And I never used to consider myself a feminist. No, me too. It was only until I would say, like, very recently mm-hmm. that I started being loud and proud about it. We were at that, that, like, ugly stage of the world where it was a bad word. 
yeah. when we were young and yeah. like like in university, it was a really bad. Word. There was a stigma attached to it, and so a certain I, character. Yeah, it was. It was. It was the straw feminist thing, yeah. like um, from the Kate Beaton comics. Um, Harker yeah. Bankrand. She yeah. has the straw feminists, and they're amazing. Oh wow! They're all like they come out of the closet, and the kids are like, "Oh, the straw feminists are here," and they're like. Burn your bras. Oh, exactly. Like, <laughs> it's it is. this image in people's heads of mm-hmm. these angry women. And, like, men need to be lesser. And, right. And the, oh, I hate the thing that was going around is all like, I don't need feminism because. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, vomit, vomit, It's no. not that. It's equality. Please. Do you but. think doing this true, like, diving more deep into true crime has increased that at all? I think the it takes feminism. the narrative back at times. Yeah, and in in all honesty, and especially in the genre of true crime and podcasting, it's women. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, it's for the, the most the part the hosts are women. And yes, and I think that plays yes. into it because there's just more of these stories happening because mm-hmm. it's being presented by women. The next award will be the best bonding experience. So when I think about this category, I think about episodes that really stand out as essentially therapy sessions. Now, oddly enough, all three of these are actually with really close friends of mine, yet through these episodes, I kind of walked away from them learning more about them and our friendship than I did before. Bronze actually goes to a very recent episode of mine, episode 46 with my friend Heather, called Child Free Not By Choice. This is an episode all about pregnancy struggles, um, not being able to get pregnant, and also miscarriages. So this was a very serious episode. Heather is a really good friend of mine, but since we live far away, we don't always get the chance to sit face-to-face and dive deep into topics like this. So for me, this gets bronze because it does stand out to me as a bonding experience. Um, I learned way more about what she went through um, with her pregnancy struggles, and I also think I gave her some, some good insight as well. So I thought it was a really, really good episode for Heather and I's friendship. Here is a clip from episode 14. Child Free Not By Choice with Heather. I can't speak for anybody else, but personally, I feel like my status as a woman was diminished by the fact that I am unable to carry a child to term. Essentially, you are losing it. Like, even if, if you miscarry, you are losing a child that, you know. Mm-hmm. Did you ever reach a point where you were like, okay, this isn't me. This is a body thing. This is a physical thing happening and this is not this is not your soul or you doing this this is not your fault i've you know, never, i haven't gotten to that point yet you haven't gotten so no. there you go honestly That's like just, I'm, I'm having a little bit of an epiphany right now by you saying that it's not you your soul is a mother yeah and i'm probably you know I, like honestly, you are a mother in your soul like you what whether that is coming out in your life in the, the form of your own child or other people's children. Yeah. Or I, caring for people around you. Like, you have that I'm in nurturing. You, and you're going to do it no matter what the situation is. Yeah. And I'm going to give silver to episode 34, which is my 30 episode with my friends Andrea and Danielle. Talking about being 30. Really hashing out why we feel the way we do. And also talking a lot about how much we've grown up. Um, This is an episode with two friends that I've known since junior high so us sitting down and talking about being 30 kind of turned into a well how have we changed since then type of deal so it was a great bonding experience to sit down with two of my really close friends and talk about that here is a clip from that episode it's well, not it's, pressure it's hard when, like, do anything 
when your cousins that you babysat are getting married and having children. I was like, hoping you would bring that up. Oh, <laughs> that's, really? That's brutal. Yeah, like, it's I, hard. Like I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. And it's not even. Brutal. And it's not even like I'm really jealous because they're in that there and I'm not. It's more of like how it looks. But like, why does it? What do you mean? How it looks? Like it's. It's like I don't even know how to describe it. But it's like, you know. Keeping up with the Joneses and like fa- how Facebook, like you, you, how you appear to other people, but and what? I know that, and I know that I shouldn't yeah. care, and I and I don't for the most part like care that much, but it's like it is there a little bit. It's kind of like if you were to run in with a let's say a high school or junior high person that you haven't seen forever, yeah, and you have that small. Oh my god! I have- and the what you have to cover is what you did in school, what you're doing for work. Are you married with kids or not? Exactly. Yeah. Like it's almost like you need to check off. You have like the you small have a checklist. Yeah, and it's like in the in yeah. there, and you're judging yourself, and you're hoping they're not judging you as much as you think they are, and all those mm-hmm. things. Yeah, and I feel like they're. I feel like I. I but I feel I think, less no. So now that I am working, but don't you guys mm-hmm. feel like when you're unemployed, it's like more worse. more of our age group or more of the people that we know are in the same situations as us. I think it's one of those things like we just don't know because you look at like they're engaged or they're whatever and you think their life's perfect. Right. Or that's not perfect, but just they're in a different league than I am or that's how I feel. Oh, I don't. Mm. It's just different stages. That, okay. That, that, actually, yeah, that's one of Danielle's. We were going to say it till the end, but we might as well talk about it now. Life happens at a pace that is different for everyone. Like, mm-hmm. And exactly. I'm aware so of it. That's why I feel like you shouldn't. I mean, you you wrote that down. And, and I that's know. The, that's the thing. But I, I feel like I compartmentalize things. Like, yeah. where I can feel one way about one thing, but I can still have different emotions about something else. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I do that all the time. So you feel like okay. you said. You have to pick your bragging point almost. Oh, yeah. interesting. I think that's what it is. You have to pick something about your life that like stands out. And that kind of goes into one of the ones that I said, which is that the shitty times are still there. We just deal with it better. Yeah. Like, but I, I, I do personally think that when I go through hardships, I deal better. It's just more in private than it used to be, if that makes sense. Yeah. Generally speaking, I'm I feel an like your, your FOMO is getting less. better. Yeah, less. Less, yeah. Um, I think that's one thing that's changed. With, like, yeah. in the past year, I've just gotten better at being You've like, changed a lot and all for the better. Yeah. Oh, thank for you. sure. I think. Danielle, would you agree? Oh, no, I totally agree. Ooh, yeah, definitely. You've grown a lot. Oh, that makes me feel good because I feel like I have too. I just don't know if it's like. No, it's obvious. Oh, it's it is obvious. For sure. For sure. Um, I think a being busier has a lot to do with it. Yeah. Yeah. Because the more downtime you have, I find like it's easier to obsess or not obsess, but oh, like focus 100%. on things that are not. And going it's also great. because 100%. like, even though maybe you became a little bit more of an introvert, you're still the f- fucking huge extrovert. You yeah. know what I mean? Huge you still life. need the people mm-hmm. and the company yeah. and social activities. Uh, and that's yeah. hundred percent. And as for gold, gold is actually going to go to episode 13 with Shannon. Yet again, Shannon gets another award on the Intoxicate Awards. Episode 13 was called Makeup, Breakups, and Camgirling. This was an impromptu episode that we recorded right after recording with our friend Lindsay. We decided to hash out our two-year fight that we had that we never really even talked about until going on mic and talking about it. So it definitely gets the best bonding experience because... Because it definitely triggered a closer friendship between us. She has been on the show many times since then. And I think we have a really kick-ass friendship because of it. Because we could sit down and be honest about something that happened so long ago. So here is a clip from episode 13 with Shannon. Yeah. And because we're both so similar and we're so headstrong and stubborn. Yeah. It's like 
It's it, two likes, you know? Like, it, it's just it clashing. Did not. It is not. No. And I think, honestly, the best thing for our friendship we could have done was just leave it quiet. And yep. not And not have that big blowout, I fucking hate you fight. Because I think that would have been... I think that would have finished us. And... I think it was better for me to just back off and just accept that this was not a situation I could fix. Yeah. And I needed to just leave it. Because yeah. the damage had been done and I couldn't... Neither that's, of us could have repaired it at that point. And that's life. essentially what happened. Yeah, we needed time to, to grow up and learn and become our own people. And then if our friendship was going to become back, it just needed to come back on its own. Yeah. It was one of those situations. Yeah. It was easily a two-year fight. Too long. But it was brutal. And it was. But that's, I think you have fights like that in your mid-20s. In your, you know? See, you were my biggest fight ever. Like, I You were my biggest fight ever. You, oh, you my biggest fight! <laughs> I feel like we should get, like, matching pins, like, pins we, or badges or something. We survived. We survived our friendship fight. The friendship fight. And we are stronger because of it. Yeah, we used to be frenemies. Frenemies? Is that a thing? What does frenemy mean? Fr- frenemies are like frenemies are like friends that are like your enemies. Oh, okay. Like so we were friends. we were just straight we up were, we, we were, were straight up enemies. Straight up enemies for a little bit there. Yeah, we were, we were, we were. Yeah, ring the yeah. bell. The yeah. so ring cute. the bell. <laughs> straight up enemies. I I think when you get older, you really realize how much of an impact outside forces have had on you as a kid, and yeah. even as an adolescent and a teen and, and a young twenty something, and you think there are all these expectations you need to rise to, right? And it ruins you. Like, exactly. like you're and that's so, the thing. Like, and you don't realize it. No, you're too busy trying to live up to these expectations of what you should be that you don't. You, you're never really yourself. I know. And I think that once you're older and you break through that, and you really like, it's only in the last probably year and a half I've really felt like I'm my own real person. Now. Thank you. Me too. Hundred yeah, percent. This I, past year, and for I hate me, yeah. that because it's like I I try not to look at it just as time lost because that's such a, a sick way. You'll never get that time back. Why Why do that to yourself? But it's right. hard. Yeah. Because there are a bunch of what ifs. Oh my God. But I think all we can do is just look to the future and, and, and take those hard lessons we learned and apply them so that we, we don't do them again, you know? 100 words. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my bell. Ring, you, ring. you ring the bell for me. No, totally 100%. Yeah. Like now, and, if, if I see like like something like that, I'm like, am, are my feelings rational or is this just because yeah. of what I'm supposed to, what I think I'm supposed to feel? And it's and that nine thought times process. Out of 10, it's not. It's not me. Yeah. And, that's, and I'm, I like to think I'm getting better at doing that. My God. Separating that out. 100%. It was such a dumb fight. It was. And I think they all are. And it, you're like you said, it was like time lost. But like, you know, I think we both had to live some life. You know, yeah. you had to live your life with your relationship yep. and have that play out. It did. And then I had to kind of step away and learn to be happy alone. Exactly. Uh, which I did. Yeah, because until you're comfortable with you. Yeah. And on that note, I actually do want to end it on a very important award, which is the best intoxicated regular, which I actually do have to give to Shannon, because Shannon's been on five episodes. Um, She is always down to come on and record. She will be back. I'm sure of it. And one last quick award to give out, just because I cannot leave her out of this awards show. And the person I'm referring to is my friend, Caitlin. Caitlin has done two episodes of the podcast. She was actually one of the very, very first episodes of the show. She was episode four and also episode 19. And I know that Caitlin herself actually nominated herself for the gayest guest or the funniest, wittiest, and most charming. And Caitlin, don't worry, you are most certainly all of those things, but the award that I'm going to give to Caitlin is actually the guest to look out for, because from what I understand, Caitlin might have some plans to be doing a podcast herself. So not sure on the specifics yet, but she is a guest to look out for, and I'm sure if she does launch a podcast, we will be collabing in the near future. So there you go. 
So that is a wrap on the Intoxicated Awards. Wow, that was a lot of work and that was a lot to go through, but it was a lot of fun to look back at all the episodes and pick my favorite moments for you guys. I do hope you enjoyed it. Do make sure you are subscribed to the podcast. Make sure you're following us on social media. That's on Facebook and Instagram at Intoxicated Podcast, on Twitter at in underscore intoxicated. Be sure to send any feedback to our email, which is intoxicatedpodcast at gmail.com. When you are hearing this, it will actually be my birthday. I will be 31 on the day that this is coming out. So if you want to give me an awesome birthday gift, you can leave me a rating or review in the iTunes store. That would be amazing. I would very much so appreciate it. Also a reminder that Intoxicated does have a Patreon page now. So if you want to support us that way, that would be even better. Um, you can go to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash intoxicated. All the links will be below as well. But that's about it. Thanks so much for listening.